0: Welcome to Let's Talk
1: Movies. I'm Fabio.
0: And I'm Danny. And today we're going to be talking about...
1: Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse.
0: This is a film about Spider-Man and the multiverse. So in this specific movie, we have a guy named Miles that is basically trying to discover himself and explore how to be a Spider-Man in this world. not spoil
1: anything it is also the the long-awaited sequel to spider-man into the spider-verse a film that kind of broke barriers in terms of animation it kind of revolutionized the way people can incorporate animation in terms of a visual medium in terms of a film uh, cinematic experience And so this has been long in the making, I think about five years since uh, this first one came out. I would say my overall thoughts on this one would be that it's it's a very good film. Uh, I would say it one-ups the previous one by a lot in certain aspects and for reasons we'll get into in the spoiler talk i think i'll reserve some judgment on the complete film for the moment but i think overall it does improve there's a few parts that i think could have used some improvement but that's very minimal overall i think it was a pretty good experience and uh again another another example of it competes with the level and the bar set from the previous film and i'm excited to see what they have in store next
0: I, I really like this movie. I went in without not knowing really much about it. Other than all of the Spider-Man movies that I've seen. And oh my God. I fell in love with the animation. Not even five minutes into the film. If feel like it went into very different like animation settings and types of animations it ranged from uh i don't know if i can say this whatever it ranged from like 2d to 3d to it has a bunch of things that are incorporated into it and i feel like the story was magnificent like every single part of it it kept you wanting more what did you think about the latino representation in this movie, because
1: it was very there, it was nice. I think it was pretty faithful. I don't think it was a neg- a negative portrayal of Hispanic uh, and Latin American um, communities here. I feel like the film's really diverse in a very positive way. I guess one thing I find it's like it's so weird they they wait for a Miles movie to make the fucking cast diverse. Uh, they just can't do it for a regular white Caucasian Spider Man. But either way, I think there was a lot of really positive representations. Um, you know, both of us coming from Hispanic families and households. Uh,
0: and I think it. I think it was very positive, but at the same time, like adding to what you said, they don't really like. They have some Latino representation in other movies, like in the Doctor Strange with America Girl. What's her name? Just America, I think.
1: Something America, yeah.
0: Um, like obviously she was supposed to be Latina, but from another continent another world but overall it was very heavily latino represented you have the main character miles you have we have miguel that is latino and i feel like that was great but i feel like it is kind of trying to push it down your throat because you don't really have that much latino representation in other films so once you get and you focus into this one you see that almost everybody is latino but i am not complaining
1: you know us not already knowing like Indian heritage. How do you think about the Indian representation they have here as well?
0: Oh, I mean, I feel like it was very fun, and obviously it was very stereotypical as you would assume, especially with a Marvel film. But I feel like if one of my Indian friends would watch this film, he would feel more excited. Um, actually, I'll consult him and see what he thinks about it. But I feel like he would be probably just excited to see his. Like country represented in uh, Marvel, like United States, like first world country film, even though it was probably it was very stereotypical. Like you see the dude and his name and everything, and he's playing with the thing that I feel like that is the line thing. I think like that's very in the space for Indian, but I don't know. I feel like I wouldn't get mad at that, but at the same time, I'm not from there. I think one of the basic things that we need to cover in this episode is that I just I can't get over how cool the animation was.
1: Well, we're going to talk about the animation and other aspects of the film and specifically about the plot. So spoiler warning, if you have not watched the film, we recommend you do that and come right back because we're about to virtually spoil a big portion of the film, most likely. So see you around.
0: I feel like one of the things that caught my attention the most was the animation because it started like it showed most of the like basic principles of just arts and painting. Like at the beginning, you have everything was colorful, but like different everything had different colors. But you see like paint strokes in the background, you see like the spotting of brushes and that plus them moving and doing everything and changing. I don't know. I think it was great. Then they changed from that to like geometric shapes. And then once they got, once all of these Spider-Mans were together, like there was a slight animation change and everything turned from like 2D to kind of like 3D, still drawn, obviously, but kind of like a 3D um, animation, like picture. I don't know if you caught that change or if, um, if it's real. Did you catch it?
1: I think I did. Yeah. What did you think of the quantity of Spider-Man here? I like the fact that, you know, speaking of the animation that you mentioned, virtually all of them have their own unique animation style from the world that they're from. I think um, the the punk Spider-Man was probably my favorite one.
0: That was great with all the comics and like newspaper aspects and just changing of every single thing that he would do.
1: He's voiced by Daniel Kaluuya, who is the main actor from NOPE. And oh, out.
0: really? That makes
1: sense. I thought that he was kind of the rebel, and he's the one that kind of creates chaos here because he kind of uh doesn't he, shit. he doesn't, and he incentivizes Miles to use his full hand instead of just the tips of his fingers to get out of the trap that he's in. By Miguel, uh, he's also, if you I don't know if you catch it, but he's like low key seeing things from inside the
0: oh, the yeah, I mean, area. that was very evident. Um
1: yeah, and then uh, that's the reason why uh, you have that special portal thing delivered to. I think it was Gwen's house or or.
0: Yeah, um, it was to one.
1: Yeah, so like he was kind of building that extra piece for them. So. And
0: he obviously had a crush on her too. You think so? Yeah. Are you kidding me? He's literally trying to make Miles jealous, saying like, "Oh, that's like the sweatshirt you left at my house."
1: What'd you think of all this build up? So many things happening. When you get to the third act, you're wondering how are they going to close the story and just for it to be a cliffhanger for the next film. I was
0: I was telling you about that, that you always tell me that movies are divided in three and that at the end you always need a boss fight. And I stood there in that movie theater for like 30 minutes waiting and waiting and waiting for that boss fight that never happened just to get a we will be coming back it will part to be continued
1: were you disappointed happy no i don't give it
0: i don't care i just want more were you mad no
1: i feel like some people were agitated that it was a a cliffhanger film
0: i mean it's a cliffhanger what can you do about it you just have to wait As, as long as they say that something else is coming you can't really do much about it
1: now can you judge this film as a whole do you think, uh, even with the cliffhanger, or would you want to reserve your judgment for... No, I
0: think you can judge it as a separate movie. It's long, too. It's like two hours and a half, almost. So what did you think about the millions of Spider-Mans that they came up with?
1: It was great. I feel like the way they, they used them and the comedic timing and a lot of just crazy references and Easter eggs... Especially in that one specific section where Miles gets introduced to the like the Spider-Verse hub. It's really entertaining. And it does serve the story in a way. You know, like it does ultimately, it's not just for fanfare. Like there's a reason why they're all there. So it's not just cheap or gimmicky. You know, there's a reason to it. And they do take advantage of it. They don't really go that far. They don't push it too far in terms of that avenue. But they
0: definitely took advantage of things. They used the three Spider-Mans pointing at each other meme and turned it into a whole room of spider-mans pointing it out that was great i love
1: that was great yeah and when we saw even the real life spider-man from the you know from the previous movies
0: oh he had a baby the baby was so i feel like they're gonna take like they just introduced him there to be able to make a movie about him which one the one with the baby
1: peter the one with the the one that had a baby he was in the last okay well you didn't see the last film but he was he was one of the main guys in the last film
0: yeah that makes sense
1: so he's like he kind of mentored a mouse in the previous film
0: and then he died
1: no he's the one that kind of replaced the one that died in the previous film and Mm he he was kind of like a loner
0: miguel said that you were not supposed to live you were not supposed to become the spider-man and if not if you hadn't become then the spider-man in your world would have wouldn't have died but didn't peter die
1: peter died but i'm not sure how much of a role miles played in that i don't remember i'm being honest the, but the reason miguel says that miles wasn't supposed to i'm, I'm sure you might have got it it's just because yeah, like, the, mean, the spider came it. from the opposite universe and blah 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 but i'm not sure if miles interfered that much into it I'm, i don't remember if peter appearing was before or after like is a peter that
0: appeared the same peter that miles knew or was he from another universe
1: the peter in miles original universe died uh but then the peter that we see with the baby is from another universe but he he appears in Miles' universe and then he helps mentor sense. he helps mentor miles and then he in his un in his universe he got he broke up with um his girlfriend what was the girlfriend's name like the original girlfriend peter. what no no no. the original girlfriend was i forgot it but he broke up with his girlfriend because she wanted a kid he wasn't ready for one he was already older more overweight and because of his experience with miles it inspired him to actually want to have a kid and then that's why he says i got a kid because of you because you you know i hope they become like you so that's kind of the whole story there i like how they made him into like a really one of those dads that just can't stop talking about their children no matter what and they just love to just just like uh like either kind of lame in that way but i thought the the way they 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 use his personality was i thought that was really funny oh
0: yeah he was a great dude also I don't know. I just I found it crazy, like the amount of creativity that these people, the Sony people, need to make all of these different like Spider-Mans. So like if you think about production-wise of how this was made, like you had to probably make a list on an Excel sheet of all of these different Spider-Man. That's a car. Spider-Man as a woman. Spider-Man blah, blah, blah. And just like there's thousands of them. And not only think about them, but have to animate them, make them all faces, make them all, give them all a story and then put them all together and also animate all of that sequence of thousands of Spider-Mans. Just it's a lot of work. And there was an in-person, there was a a physical person, too, that was in the cage, one of the bad guys.
1: Mm -hmm. He's from, he's actually from. The Marvel Spider-Man.
0: Yeah, who is he though? Because I don't know his face, but I didn't know who he was. Uh, was he one of the bad guys?
1: Uh, he, he well, there's hint. There was hinted at that, that he would have been one of the bad guys, but yeah, he's he's kind of a bad guy. Yeah, he makes like one brief cameo appearance in uh the first uh, Spider-Man. I think it was No Way Home. Oh, he appeared I, in both. He appeared in. I mean, he didn't appear as a villain. He was just a regular guy. It was hinted that he would be a bad guy. Yeah. Kobe, for example, I, I read that it took about three years to animate Kobe because of his style, uh, the way that, that he had to be kind of like each frame had to move a certain type of way. Another a video that I saw about him was that everyone, the way they kind of make them move is like on every second frame they move in certain, in certain characters, you know, for their action, action sequences, because Kobe is like the rebellious one. He is the one that likes to kind of go against the rules. Toby is moving every third frame even his own movements are meant to represent his own personalities and yeah apparently it took like years to like get him to look the way he does which makes mm-hmm. complete sense because that character is such a unique unique character yeah again i think it's both of our favorites they had the the one in the motorcycle who was pregnant oh yeah i, I don't know I, I oh
0: it. you know something about her you know um when miles escapes the all of the running and persecution and he is able to um throw himself into his supposedly original world that ended up failing um then miguel comes by and he basically throws gwen back into her world i don't know if you noticed that um at the beginning before they throw her, everything everything in the studio in their like office everything was orange, orange and obviously like black because it was dark. But then once they threw her in the thing, the lady that you were saying the spider-man that's pregnant, her eyes they were orange and then once that happened everything that was orange was then red. Mm. her her glasses turned red everything around them that was another color turned red. I feel like they were trying to, like, give this. Because she screamed. She was like, oh, aren't we supposed to be the good guys? Mm-hmm. And then everything turned red. So, I don't know. I just, I like that.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's very unique. Again, this very film, uh, what adds to the rewatchability is that you can catch so many little intricate details with every single character here. You can tell that they put those five years that this has been made. No
0: wonder it took so long to make.
1: Yeah, they definitely put the work in. I think for me, this definitely feels like a middle chapter, even though very exciting and entertaining exposition sequences, you know, where they're explaining stuff, but they do it in a way that's very entertaining in the way that real moves the story forward. But it's still ultimately just them explaining this world to us. So that would be primarily, for example, when Miles appears in front of Miguel, he just kind of goes there and he kind of uses the holograms to really explain how this whole thing works Mm -hmm. and then there's other sequences where they have to explain how changing a canon event changes all this establishing characters um such as the spots uh trying to figure out where they came from and there's a few areas of you're just trying to learn about how this story is going to go they set up a few plot points uh primarily with the father um in terms of how his relationship with mal has the with mouse has developed uh, you get you see that story point. It's it's just it's setting the baseline, the base for what would be the you know, the climactic finals chapter of this story, you would assume.
0: Yeah. They set uh, up everything and then they just left it there. They were like, um, I feel like I'm gonna take a little break and
1: mm-hmm. then
0: give this in, for you guys back in like two years, you know. But they definitely said every like they it's um has gone
1: yeah Chekhov's gun yeah
0: Chekhov's gun they included spots they threw him in they gave us everything about him and then he disappeared never came back and obviously we're expecting him to be the big villain that they've been building him up to be so we just need to wait for the next part but exactly like you would assume that they, if they bring him up they're gonna use him and then discard him you know like something get out of it but we don't get anything
1: there's kind of two villains, I guess. By the end of the film, you would assume Miguel is kind of a anti-hero. Here, we always see for Miles, and he's looking for Miles. So we have a you
0: know. few. We have a few. Villains. So we have
1: we have Miguel and his crew, and we have bad Miles. Miles or well, we, you know, what my theory is that that Miles is going to end up helping the you know our OG Miles. But for now, so he's that a villain, Miles
0: is the prowler.
1: Uh, the prowler of that universe.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah of course.
1: And then we have obviously the spot but what do you think of the spot's development from like being kind of a villain of the week to being the i love? it
0: most OP- uh, are plus- you kidding me it was great his introduction was it was so confusing at first i was like i don't know maybe it's because i didn't see any of the other movies but i just see this super clumsy guy that oh he looks like wait he looks like if he doesn't have anything and he indeed didn't have anything he's like i lost my family i lost my money i can't even like he was just Trying to get money to eat, imagine. He couldn't eat because he didn't have money um, or anything. To the point that he's literally jumping through multiverses and being able to do something that, mo- that a lot of other, even superheroes, can't do. Like, we've never seen anyone with this amount of power, right? Other than maybe like Wanda, but even her, she needs to... I don't know. It's just not we haven't seen someone with this amount of power to be able to just use it and travel through the multiverse that easily i didn't like that they hyped it up and then they let us waiting but at the same time i feel like that just it, it puts us to expect even more so now i'm just expecting more
1: yeah and i like how ominous they make it so like miles is supposed to lose his father and you see in these black and white flash forwards where you can see where uh the spot is throwing cars through the, the little portals and you kind of see his father run to save a child and that looks like that's gonna be how his father's gonna die
0: and spot told him i'm showing you the future
1: mm-hmm. yeah
0: so that is what the canon event is supposed to happen like
1: so it's very it's going to be very interesting and um, obviously with the new title being beyond the spider-verse that can mean a few things of the Uh, new
0: one or this one
1: the next one that's coming out next year is going to be called uh, beyond the Mm spider-verse so i'm very excited to see just what that means would that mean like there's so many possibilities that could happen in terms of how miles can potentially circumvent this tragedy and that might mean even collapsing the entire you know spider-verse who knows but i think the level the power that spot creates throughout the rest of the film is so good like at first you know as you mentioned he's kind of a janky old like even the even the dad found it enough to like even fight him you know but then now when he speaks by the end you just find it menacing and dark i would compare it not exactly not to the same extent but similar to the you know the wolf from the latest Puss in Boots movie? No, I would
0: not compare him to the wolf.
1: Not as... The wolf
0: is more silly.
1: What? Really?
0: And wolf it... has the same attitude throughout the entire film.
1: You found the wolf, like, more silly than Spot? I found him, like, of the, like... I think kids will be, like, more afraid of the wolf than any other, like, Marvel villain in recent years.
0: I mean, the wolf was just... All he really did was whistle
1: well for me like the
0: wolf didn't have any other actual power other than he could maybe kill
1: yeah yeah i think my comparison is more like in terms of the the, the type of menace that this character brings like the like this type of character like i understand
0: of, but i don't think i would compare him. i don't know what i would compare him to but i don't think i would go to yeah
1: list. well ultimately the spot becomes a type of character that you don't want to mess with and that that you, you are yeah and that's what that's that's my main comparison with the wolf. That it's a, it's a character that our main protagonist fears a lot, and that can really cause harm. So now we got people from all fronts attacking Miles. He has everything pinned against him. He's obviously gonna break out because you see him touching the thing he's strapped into in the end. He's like smirking, which means that he's definitely gonna break out of it. But he's also
0: thing. failing. He's also like twitching.
1: Yeah, he's he's in the he's in the wrong dimensions in the wrong Spider Verse. Uh, I know.
0: love that they didn't show us that he was in the wrong, they got me confused because I kept seeing Gwen go to the window and she's like upside down. And I'm like, maybe she's in the ceiling and that's why the parents can't see her. Like, or maybe that's why Mike Miles can't see her. Like they're supposed to be talking right there, but there's no one, like nothing is happening. So they kind of put this in your head. And then once he twitches, everything goes running into your brain. Mm -hmm. Like everything clicks once he twitches that first time. So I, I feel like they did that to perfection.
1: Yeah I saw the film twice and the first time I was watching it I was like I was I was like what the hell is going on and then that I loved it because it was kind of like the conventional storytelling where you know the hero leaves and then they come back a different person and then you assume the cliche oh mom I'm a changed guy I'm better now look how I appreciate you now and just for that twist just completely subvert my expectations and if upon rewatch, there are hints obviously You know, Miles is so laser focused on getting home. He doesn't notice the different animations and the way that the world is slightly different from his. Mm. And then if you look at his mom talking to him, her eyes are green. They're not green in his universe. Oh, um, wow. So that's a little subtle detail giving you a hint. It's it's telling you that look, something's off here, something's a bit different. It's a little similar, but it's just a bit different. So it's like there's certain things that change, and then it gives you hints, you know, it, it's yeah. not completely blindsides you, but it's there, and so that's what made it second watch really enticing, really fun. Even despite the length of the film, I think it was still really good. I think my only quote unquote issue with the film was that apparently there were some mixing issues, especially at the beginning when, when it's playing with her drums, you kind of struggle hear what she's saying. Yes. Uh, yeah, you had you had that issue? No yeah no a lot of people come like had those issues and apparently that was an issue that with theaters uh mm-hmm. certain theaters uh the mixing kind of got messed up so it doesn't read translate as well so that's some parts of it especially at the beginning when she's playing her drums it's kind of hard to decipher her words from the music and the music doesn't pack as much of a punch as it should mm-hmm. so there's those but that's really a minor technical issue that i'm i'm thinking once it's on streaming it might be more interesting to see if that's resolved so that's what i'm curious to see
0: i don't think i really had any issues with this film honestly I really liked it. Uh, there's just one more thing that I want to point out before we end. I don't know if I caught it correctly. But, you know, when they were talking about the con... Con?
1: Uh, canon.
0: The canon event. How when you change something out of that universe, it kind of crumbles. And I feel like they've discussed that topic in um Doctor Strange. About once you move something, you change something like the... Especially in the last multiverse, like literally the planet will just disappear and like collide and shit will go wrong. So I don't know, I feel like it was good to see that thought or that idea being backed up also into this film that obviously is not Marvel, but it's still kind of related. We also saw um, when they were kind of explaining everything to Miles in the office, we saw all of the different Spider-Mans and they showed one of the main three of the Marvel that goes like this they showed him with the lady that oh no with whoever was that died in his canon event and i just feel like that was really nice to have that. Yeah, that was. it was like a full circle kind of with this film obviously there's many open strings and we're waiting for more but i'm excited to see what the spider verse brings and um just last thought I found it really funny when um he goes, oh, this should be called the Spider Verse, and he's like, this is the humanoid, mm-hmm. arachnid, yeah, da- blah, 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 universe, and he's like, okay, yeah, I guess that's stupid too. Like you kind of <laughs> see that little side of playfulness that we only see in that one moment with Miguel.
1: Yeah, I agree that that was a really funny scene.
0: But yeah, so I'll start with the ratings and the recommendation. Overall, I would give it a nine point five out of ten. I think it was amazing film amazing animation dialogue it kept you entertained and it was great overall and i would definitely recommend
1: i would give it a nine i think uh maybe higher but i think i want to see how this builds up it sets up a lot of things that i want to see resolved and i'm curious to see how they wrap it all up and if the plot points that they established in this movie you know are they paid off at the end and um i guess we'll we'll just have to wait next year and i think next year comes out in march march of next so less than a year to wait for the next spider-man film so i would still 100% Mm -hmm. recommend it uh go out to see it support all the animators who worked on this and the creators and uh, just give them all your money it's great it deserves it so yeah recommend it um i'll
0: finish it up so thanks for listening and we'll catch you next time at let's talk
1: movies